0: Hello and welcome to we Spawn, where we're talking about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host Bobby, and with me is Joshua. Hello Bobby,
1: glad to be doing another episode.
0: And in today's episode, we are going to be diving in why we think video game adaptation movies don't do well in the box office. And as always, spoilers ahead, potentially... Because we may be talking about certain points in movies and stuff. So just to to be a blanket over it, just be aware that there could be spoilers ahead.
1: Yep. And yeah, as you said, today we're diving into the reasons why video game adaptation movies just don't do well in theaters. It's kind of like this phenomenon where when a movie comes out and it has a video game source material... Everyone just expects it to flop. And I think it's become this sort of sensation where when you do see a video game movie, everyone has high hopes. Like, oh, this is going to be the one that's good. This is going to be great. And then it just never does well. So, yeah, we're going to just kind of dive into that a little bit. And to clarify, we're going to be talking about live action movies, not animated. Because as we've already talked about a few points... Animated movies do pretty well, like the Pokemon movie and many other movies of the Pokemon series. Those do well, and it's just like, that's just one example. But there are a lot of examples where something about animation versus live action just takes something away that causes it to flop. And many people, in fact, say this is basically a curse. If you decide to make a movie off of a video game, since there really isn't a movie, like if there isn't a movie, it just... In critics' eyes, it just falls short of being successful. And in a lot of audiences' eyes, as we'll talk about. It's just something that is doomed to fail from the beginning. So we're going to dive into that. And before you like jump on and say, well, so-and-so did great, and I like them, there are a few exceptions, and we will talk about those because there are a few that... We Actually, many of us probably differ on which ones we think did well. So I'm kind of interested to see some opinions. So overall, general populace doesn't always agree with the critics. Sometimes the critics will give a really low score. For example, the Warcraft movie of 2016, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 28, while audiences gave it a 78. So there's a big discrepancy in how critics review versus how audience review. And I think that attributes to why these movies seem to do so poorly. However, a lot of movies do poor in both critics' and audience's eyes. So there's a big outlier here. There are much more movies that do very bad in both eyes than there are that do bad in critics' eyes versus audience. So let's dive into that.
0: And just like you mentioned how there are a few exceptions... There's always that rule where you'll have a rule or, like, everyone will always tell you, like, here's a set rule, except there are going to be a few exceptions. Like, that. that's just always going to happen. That's why there's one-hit wonders in music. So, again, that's why we clarified that, like you said, overall, compared to, like, any genre, it, it doesn't do well. But also, like, what makes a su- successful movie? So, of course, everyone will have different opinions on the matter. There is no real way to accurately portray it because, like like we said, while some critics may love a movie, audiences will hate it. Just like we mentioned with the Warcraft example, but it's reverse. The critics hated it and the audience loved it. So, I came up with a bit of a system. Using Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb, two of the, probably the most well-known movie sources for ratings, I compiled five categories to determine the most successful video game movie. They are Rotten scores, Rotten Tomatoes' score, <laughs> the audience score, the average between the two, IMDb rating, and the gross amount earned in U.S. and Canada only. Now, a couple of reasons why I chose these categories in particular... This is, one, is this is probably the best way to get statistical evidence on the two websites almost everyone would go up to to look up reviews. So I believe they are probably going to be the most reliable. Because if anyone ever, like, looks up a movie, I constantly see someone be like, hey, can you IMDB this? Maybe it's because I'm in the film industry myself, or a lot of people will also look up Rotten Tomatoes. You can't, like almost talk about a movie without mentioning one of these two websites and they have i think they have a pretty reliable source when it comes to consistency with how they rate certain movies so that's why i chose those two the reason why i'm doing an average rating as well from rotten tomatoes is exactly what we've said earlier critics may like what audience doesn't and vice versa So I feel if a movie has a high average, meaning both critics and audiences enjoyed it, I think that should prove successful. Because if you can get both critics and audience to do it, then you know you have something good. Not just like a niche thing that like was made solely for critics and audiences were like, eh. Or like critics didn't like it, but audience were like, oh my God, this is the best movie ever. So I think doing an average category kind of, fills out both those roles as in if you were able to get both you were very successful and lastly i did gross only in u.s canada mostly because i think so movies some movies will fare better overseas pokemon for example like detective pikachu because pokemon is way huge over east i know like even in united states pokemon is a huge thing like it's a big franchise but it's even bigger over in like Asia and Japan and stuff like that so I feel like that would kind of like fluctuate some things of course you could say the same thing over here like a lot of it could be biased here but since most of us are here and I feel like a lot of the IMDB Rotten Tomatoes and everything is central for US Canada that's kind of why I did it And also, it may be because while making the spreadsheet, I was over halfway done before I realized I was only looking at the gross income of U.S. and Canada. So, (laughs) sorry about that. (laughs) That'll do it.
1: (laughs) That may have also been a
0: a bit more than a little bit of influence on uh, redoing it all.
1: Just for pure transparency here, he's he's disclosing this information to you guys.
0: (laughs) So, if you would like, we can show you what I have if you would like to delve further in this because I would also like to mention I did not do inflation costs because again this was actually after I finished it and was calculating and everything and I was like wait (laughs) won't inflation change this and we'll get a little bit more into that later but even with inflation costs I don't think it changes too much because it's the gross income is only one category. So if anything, it would only change by a few points. And when you see the top ones, you'll see how far they are from the rest. So even with the 2.2 2 to 3 point discrepancy, I don't think it would change the outcome all that much. Yeah.
1: but again, Especially since a lot of these films, I feel like most of them came out around uh, 2010 or later. A few of them are in early 2000s but not many are before that and that's really when a lot of the inflation really makes a difference because i think we did a quick quick one for 1995 and that gave an 80 percent inflation when 2001 was also pretty large but 2010 doesn't have a huge inflation gap so it really only affects the really early films but there's not as many of those
0: and if it made that much money anyways from back then, typically it was a high, had a greater influence anyways, so it would have already had a pretty decent standing. So that's why, again, I said the few points in that category maybe changed a few spots of the lower bracket in the like top 10, but other than that, it doesn't make too much, but that's yeah. that's my thought process on what a successful movie statistically would be. What about yeah.
1: you? Yeah, I think, so your example of how you were judging it, I think that's a pretty fair way to do it, especially because a lot of times the audience score in it and uh, critic score tend to differ, especially in movies like this, because I feel like critics specifically look at very big budget movie making criteria ones that like box office films like the huge developers or directors will make and these movies just don't fit that bill because a lot of good horror films tend to fail miserably in the critics department and do well in the audience department so i just think overall the critics score is something like we can't solely look at because of their bias towards big films. So the fact that you're looking at audience score as well. Really kind of balances that out. As well as the average one. So yeah I, I do like the way you're doing that. The audience score will counteract a bad critic score. But then the average score will also show whether overall it was a well-rounded movie. And then I like that you're looking at uh, the the gross Uh, like revenue because it just shows the turnout of the film because obviously audience score, I could be wrong in this, but I think audience score also extends to outside of box office, just like the reception when you take it home and watch it or whatever. So the gross will show how well it did at release. So it kind of covers all our bases of how exactly we're judging these films and it'll just kind of show us if there's some sort of pattern in what's doing well. If there's a certain type of a video game movie that does well or if it's a time period or like any other discrepancy. So I think it really rounds it all off and it'll really show us kind of what we're looking at. And maybe it's going to show us that every single movie just sucks ass. Who knows? But... I think it's fun to look at it this way, and like you said, we can make the spreadsheet available to anyone else who wants to look at it. We'll make it public, and you all can look at how exactly the scores added up and, and whatnot, and yeah, I think overall this is a pretty good way to look at it.
0: And just one more quick thing as someone in like the film industry, how you kind of said like critics look at like the big box office. Yeah. I think a lot of the critics are more looking at the technical aspect, like how everything's edited, the audio, the acting where more audience is just, did they enjoy it? Mm -hmm. Which is what I think a movie should be about. So again, you get the, like you said, we cover all the bases with this, And going through the point system is what I will talk about next on how I did that as well. So like I mentioned before, I compiled a list of, I think, all of the video game live adaptation movies that are created up until now. I may have missed one or two, but like I said, if there's one or two that are on there, you can always look at my spreadsheet. And if you guys really want to, you can recreate it and send it to us on a to like with inflation and everything and maybe our rankings will be a little off but i looked, like i said i looked at the rotten tomato score audience imdb average of those uh gross amount that earned in the u.s and canada now like i said of course there's more factors you could put in it like global gross but trying to make something as sub- subjective as successful movie since everyone has this uh, different opinions on the matter I had to try to put it in numbers as best I could. And uh, the reasons why I picked those five categories, like I mentioned before. And also, I want to know I only compared their stats with other, like, movies. So I only compared it with other video game movies. So I only did it based on this genre. I didn't compare it towards movies such as Titanic. That has been a huge box office success. It's made, it's like one of the number one or at least in the top five highest grossing movies because I didn't want to look at those because honestly, a lot of like, if you go successful movies based on that premise, a lot of these don't even come close. So this is based solely on video game movies. Mm -hmm. And And, uh,
1: just a little correction. I mean, I know you kind of corrected, but Titanic's only the third grossest, largest (laughs) grossing movie of all time. Now Um, I believe avatar Endgame. One of those two it was really close i think it's both both. Endgame.
0: i think end game officially went yeah. over but i remember avatar re-released and i think it was to try to beat out end game oh but yeah. yeah now i i remember now because when end game came out yeah
1: big deal <laughs> big deal
0: <laughs> this won't be perfect but this was the method i thought was best i could do for this scenario And for reference, I took the highest number in that category. So let's take Warcraft again. They had a a 6.8 rating on IMDB, which was the highest out of all the movies. So they get 10 points. And then I subtracted 0.68, which if you don't know how I got that number, basically 6.8 divided by 10. So I would have different increments. So 6.8 minus 0.68 you get 6.12 so any movie that had higher than this rating got nine points subtract again and you had 5.44 any movie higher than that got eight points so you kind of get the drill so i basically took whatever the highest number of every category they received 10 points divided that number into 10 parts to allocate the rest and that's how I came up with their final score out of 50. So all the scores you hear, the highest possible score you could get, it's 50.
1: Yeah, I was actually wondering, because I, I was looking at the spreadsheet you made, and I was wondering, like, how you determine tens versus zeros and, and stuff like that. So I was going through and looking, and I'm like, I think he did it. He found the highest one, he divided it into 10-piece segments, and then he scaled it down from there. And I guess my assumption was right and i think that's also a good way to do it because it gives a fair um scale to look
0: across so yeah because i was i was thinking when i was doing this originally i was like if I, should i because those numbers might have been a lot lower because i was like well like for ratings and stuff should i do it out of 100 percent? should i should i do it out of 10 for imdb but then it's like But if I do it like that, if, like, you only got 6 points if you were between, like, 6 and 6.9, like, Warcraft was 6.8, however, like, yeah, there were 6.6s and then, like, 6.5s, I felt like the highest number in that category should have gotten some benefit for Mm -hmm. being the highest, so then I was like, you know what, I'll use that as a base reference, since I'm already only comparing video game movies to other video game movies, so this is a very niche little setup. Like I said, it's yeah. not going to be perfect, but I think for at least this reference, we can at least get an idea. And I think if you look at it, there is a pretty big pattern on what was successful and what wasn't. Mm-hmm. And we'll, we'll dive into that a little more. Yeah,
1: I think it was, it's, this was the most fair way of doing it. Because if you did do it by percentage and stuff, it we're going to have really low scores. We have to have some that look high. And speaking of the high scores, we're going to start off with the top five most successful. And we're going to start with the honorable mention since we did mention that we didn't calculate for inflation. But before this episode, we decided to look at the ones that would have the most impact and quickly do those and the ones that were close runner ups that would actually change the rating if inflation actually made a difference, which it did. So... Inflation, 5th place honorable mentions are Tomb Raider of 2001 with Angelina Jolie. She would have jumped, most likely jumped into 5th place. And then we also have Mortal Kombat of 1995, which also the inflation was an 80% inflation calculation. So it would have really boosted the gross value up a lot in today's economy. So now we're jumping into the actual top five without inflation because we are trash people and sometimes we get things (laughs) wrong so we're gonna start out with number five which was prince of persia of 2010 with a score of 32 out of 50 so i haven't so i have the full disclaimer i don't know if i'm ashamed to say this or if i'm happy since these movies did so poorly but i haven't seen a large majority of these movies I've only heard from friends how well they did or how poorly they did. So it's probably for the best that I didn't see them. But as someone who is a weeb and a host of this podcast, I feel like I should have seen at least a large majority of these movies just because <laughs> it's kind of in the criteria, you know? So I have to say, of all the top five, I haven't actually seen any of them. Wait, really? <laughs> yes, I wanted to... so. The top two of this list I have wanted to see, but I have not seen. So, yeah.
0: So, I'll let you finish the ratings before and then I yell at me. dive in.
1: All right. So tied for third and fourth place is Mortal Kombat 2021 and Rampage of 2018, both scoring with a score of 37 out of 50. And I've heard a lot of good and bad things about Mortal Kombat. Which makes me not want to watch it. But at the same time, I want to watch it just so I can get opinion. And I think we're going to probably do an episode on it since it was recent and sort of big and made it in the top five. But yeah, I've heard a lot of not-so-nice things about it, and it makes me nervous to watch it. So number two, not surprising to me. Actually, it's surprising that this isn't number one, but it's not surprising that it's in the top five. is Detective Pikachu of 2019 with a score of 45 out of 50. Haven't seen it, really want to. Ryan Reynolds is the voice of Pikachu, correct?
0: Yes. I think... It was a... It, at first going into it, seeing Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, I was like, mmm... Because he's kind of... Because of Deadpool, I don't think of him as family-friendly anymore. <laughs> yeah, he's he's
1: definitely got his niche now because of Deadpool, where he but, is not a family-friendly guy.
0: But, I mean, he's just in that new movie, New Guy, or Mm -hmm. whatever, with video game in it as well. So, it's, like, it's not out of his realm of possibility. He's a pretty good actor, I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna lie. Like, he's actually one of my, like, favorite actors. So, it was just weird, because, like, this came so shortly after Deadpool. There were even, like, so many memes of Pikachu being Deadpool and everything that... I think everyone going into it wasn't prepared or was a little scared, but I think he did his role well.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people were giving him hate before the movie was, came out because they're like, you can't cast Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, he's going to ruin the movie, and this and that, because I think people had that perspective of Deadpool, and he's an actor. He's not going to be Deadpool in a Pikachu body, so yeah. I think people were pleasantly surprised with how well he did, even though I don't know how well he did.
0: 'Cause it's funny because like before Deadpool and stuff, he was in rom coms. Like he was yeah. in, if I'm not mistaken, he was in The Proposal, which was a pretty successful movie and everything. Like he did a lot of rom coms and other a lot of Family Freddy besides Deadpool. Like Deadpool's mm-hmm. his only thing though he was like everyone thinks like he was born for that role. Yeah, and I think I, yeah that I hype just went over with detective Pikachu. But I think he did his role well.
1: Yeah. I from what I've heard I think people went back on the word of saying like he's going to ruin it. I think he did exceptionally well from what I've um, read. So so, this one's surprising to me. Really surprising to me. Number one on our list is Sonic the Hedgehog 2020 or 2020 with a score of 48 out of 50. And I am beyond shocked, which I'm actually very, (laughs) very happy that this is in the top five just because of all the internet heat and hate they got when they really <laughs> fucked up Sonic's face. Like they destroyed his face and everyone attacked them destroyed. Like they literally had to go and reanimate this movie to fix his face. And I can't even imagine how much money that costs. So I'm glad that people went out and actually supported the film to show that if you make the changes that the audience audiences want it'll pay off and I'm really shocked that the movie is as uh, popular as, as it is with the uh, audience and critic scores like it's remarkable so I've asked friends and stuff and they're like for every time they, they're like you know I watched Sonic the Hedgehog and for a video game movie it is really good and it just says something that one you have to start the sentence with for a video game movie but Overall, the fact that it's a good movie, I'm really happy about, but I'm very shocked it's in top 5.
0: Yeah, and as we mentioned, it was out of 50 points. So, out That's of two damn, out of the yeah. 5 categories they weren't number 1 in, and the other ones they were second place. Mhm. And the only ones they weren't number 1 in was IMDb. They had a 6.5, and as I mentioned earlier, Warcraft had 6.8, and then the critic score yeah. yeah on rotten tomatoes which they only lost to detective pikachu and it was by a slim margin it was 65% yeah. for sonic and 68% for detective pikachu how but crazy audiences gave it a 93% yeah, that is
1: insane to me i've i would have if you gave me a lineup of all of these movies and said what do you think the aud- audiences uh, review is I would not have given any of these above 80. Like, I wouldn't have guessed any of them would be above 80, let alone one at 93%. That is remarkable. And actually, yeah. I probably would have said Detective Pikachu was at about 80%. Yeah,
0: so, I would have thought finished. Detective Pikachu probably would have got a little higher. Just because everyone, I think everyone, regardless, there's a lot of people that are just mm-hmm. like diehard Pokemon fans. So, I would have thought for sure those Detective Pikachu would have had the highest maybe not 93, but the highest audience score. But when I saw Sonic, I I think that literally shows you if you listen to your audiences. Oh yeah. Lo- look at how it became the most successful video game movie. Yeah,
1: it really did. And look at that gross, they had a gross value of 146.7 million, beating Detective Pikachu by $2 million.
0: Yeah, the, the first and second place between Sonic and Detective Pikachu were so very close. slim. And, like, if you if we want to give a quick overview, Sonic had 63, like we said, Rotten Tomatoes on Critics. Detective Pichu had 68. Audience, 93 to 79, Sonic. Then, average, obviously, they had bigger, 78% to 73.5%. Which, again, these were, a lot of times, the top two categories. Mm-hmm. IMDB, Sonic had 6.5. Detective Pichu had 6.6. 6. And wow. gross income, 140, like you said, 146.7 million to 144.1 million. Now that's not globally. I, I had to double check, but I think globally, the Pichu may have over one, because I think globally, the Picchu got like 400 some mil, and I think I think Sonic also had 400 mil, um, but I think it was. Detective Picchu won by a little bit because yeah, I so think of the influence Pokemon has more. It says so. Sonic
1: the Hedgehog worldwide was three hundred and nineteen point seven million. And let's see what um Detective Pikachu had. <laughs> yeah. Detective Pikachu had four hundred and thirty three point nine million. So actually they beat him out by Over four. Yeah, over yeah, over a hundred mil.
0: So I guess if you want to go by that, maybe Detective Pichu was the most successful. But like I said, there's so many factors, and we just did US and Canada only because of this reason, because Pokemon is way more popular, even though it's popular here, way more popular I think globally than a lot of other things. And it's just become because it's the franchise is so well known like people just see pikachu and instantly know what it's about mm-hmm. but going back to some of the things you said on about like not seeing it prince of persia i didn't think it was a great movie but i don't think it was bad by any means i enjoyed the movie and in fact i wouldn't re-watch it because i mean it's obviously been a while I think I watched it probably when it went out because I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I was gonna say I'm
1: looking at it right now. I'm like Jake Gyllenhaal. I didn't know he was in there.
0: Yeah, I think that it's funny. Star power really works because Mm -hmm. I think I did. I've never played any of the games. I'll be honest with you, but I saw Jake Gyllenhaal, and during that time, I forget he was in a few other Source Code. I think was around this time, and something else that. I kind of jumped on a Jake Gyllenhaal bandwagon of <laughs> seeing movies. I kind of do that when I see a new actor. Then I'm like, oh, I want to watch his other movies. And Prince of Persia was one of them. So going, this also kind of yeah. leads into Star Power. The original Lara Croft Tomb Raider 2001, mm-hmm. Angelina Jolie. It made $131 and in its... box office debut or whatever in 2001 we did the inflation and it would have been like over 200 million so it would have overtaken sonic for first place in that gross income but like i said it would have boosted them up two points sonic would have lost one point but even when they did that i think they tomb raider would have still only gotten like 32 or 33 points so they would have Mm -hmm. only still been in fifth place and the top four still would have stayed the same. So that's why I said a lot of this inflation wouldn't fluctuate too much. More so, the positions between 5th and 10th place would fluctuate, would be the most. Mortal Kombat, I think the newest one, I have never seen the 1995 one, but I'm honestly curious because I remember the when the newest one came out, a lot of people were referencing the 1995 one, hmm. and I can see why so popular it got 90 million in 1995 yeah that's a lot for that time and again that's why it's an honorable mention but i think you would like the newest one i'm going to give you a light spoiler (laughs) okay the main person is your favorite character
1: oh i figured i i knew from like trailers and stuff that i kind of piece that together
0: but I think point, you would like that just that fact yeah. in general that the main person is your character and the antagonist is my character. Yeah. That's like <laughs> the
1: the most iconic duo of the Mortal Kombat franchise I would say. Biggest thing that I've heard as a huge off-putting feature of the film is the fact that they're too f- they're not focused enough on the competition itself and there's not enough violence and action in it for a film that Is based off of a game that is purely violence and action. I don't know if that's true. But that's just from what I've heard. They need more combat. In the film that's named Mortal Kombat.
0: So I would agree with that. I'm curious as to. If they're going to make another installment. In this series. That is going to be more into the tournament. Because for me. It feels like a lot of. Almost introduction to a series or like a trilogy or something going to place because like you mentioned there wasn't a whole lot of action it was a lot of introducing characters so I felt like this movie was trying to be an actual movie instead of a video game movie they didn't rely on people's knowledge that they knew who these characters were instead they introduced each character separately Mm -hmm. and how they became who they are so i think it instead of just going right into the action right into the tournament and thinking oh People are going to know this because they played the game. They wanted it to make an actual movie. They wanted to make an actual story out of it. And maybe that's why it became as successful as it was because they treated it as a movie, like, separately instead of as characters. And the people who played the game were just like, oh, my Uh, God, so-and-so is is finally on screen. So-and-so is on Uh, here.
1: Yeah. But... Yeah. I, I feel like that did play a part of why the... Well, I guess the audience review was pretty good. I feel like it would have been opposite for me. Like, I'm sitting there and like, oh, so-and-so is fighting on the screen. But, like, I just want to see them fight rather than their backstories. But it could go both ways. I don't know. I guess it depends on how you view the movie, how you're going into it. Are you going into it knowing these characters and want to see them fight? Or do you want to know more about them? So I could see it go either way. But it appears that from the audience most of them wanted more of their backstories and history of the characters themselves like you were saying
0: yeah i think that's why it got a little more gardener for the audiences is maybe cuz they knew the characters but maybe they just only played the game and didn't really know the lore and so now you kind of mm-hmm. got a little bit of like why they are who they are but yeah there was like a, there was a lot of skirmishes i would say throughout the movie there was like a, Like fistfights or battles here and there, but no, like the competition. Technically, I don't think the competition ever really happened. The it was going to happen. Uh, I don't. (laughs) I don't know if this would be technically a spoiler for you, so I don't want to like say it. But the the end fight, I won't say. I won't go into any details. I think was lackluster than what people were
1: hoping originally thought what's
0: going to happen
1: hmm yeah i'm gonna and i think that's another thing i'm gonna keep my expectations low so then when i watch it i'll probably be like oh this was much better than i thought and by default my rating will be a little bit higher
0: yeah so out of these the top successful movies the only ones i've actually haven't seen is the mortal Kombat in 1995 and rampage in uh, 2018 with the rock yeah which that's an
1: interesting one i haven't seen that either but it's just an interesting movie
0: it's an interesting game to pick for a movie we were obsessed with that game when it yeah, we were. came out like it's probably next to twisted metal one of our favorite like playstation games even maybe all-time games that we had so much fun i can't tell you the hour like the original like playstation one the gamecube wasn't bad yeah. But I, was, I think the PlayStation 1 was better.
1: I was going to say, I think... I mean, the game came out... It's, like, a very old... It's an older game. But then they came out with that retro game that we had that gave us a collection of retro games.
0: Yes. And that was, like, one of our favorites of the retros. And then do you remember the, like, the... I don't know if it was on the Wii or the GameCube, but... You start out with the original three, but there was like thirty different monsters, and it was um, mm-hmm. Scum Soda, I think, was the the thing that changed Turns, everyone yeah. into whatever. That one wasn't bad. I, I just like the new monsters, but it was it was interesting. But yeah, I just rem- the one thing I remember about that movie was like I was reading, or it was like, watching the news or something, and the like even the Rock. Or they were like, even someone as influential as The Rock couldn't overcome the video <laughs> game curse. And, well, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like The Rock's not really that good of an actor, either.
0: I liked him in Race of Witch Mountain. But I think uh, I yeah. just like that movie in general.
1: Yeah, I feel like there there are certain movies where he fits well. But I feel like he's one of those that has a specific role he has to play. Or else it's not going to perform very well. And... I don't know. I haven't seen this one, so I don't know what type of performance he's doing. But he's, he's not my first choice for an actor. But I have a lot of opinions that may be a little um, controversial. I will get I into like... actor
0: choice in <laughs> yeah. uh, the next segment because there's a, an actor I really like that I didn't even know he was in a video game movie.
1: Oh, interesting. Let's let's hear the, the next
0: category then. All right the top 5 worst movies are okay. in the name of the king 2007 with jason statham really? this is yeah he's a, he was actually one of my favorite actors for a while i love him in action movies I'm he, jason statham he does a lot he, i think he even made a comment that the movies he does are not oscar worthy because he does a lot of like crude action Like, if you've seen any of the Transporter movies, Mm -hmm. those are probably by far my favorite ones he's in. I really enjoy those movies, but they're very not friendly. (laughs) I'll just put it that way. (laughs) And so, he goes, I remember reading something, he goes, while I may never make a movie Oscar-worthy, I know my audiences love it, and that's all I could ask for. So, Mm. as long as as long as the audiences like him for his movies, he's, like, he's perfectly fine with that. Like, yeah. I even liked him in The Expendables.
1: <laughs> I was literally just about to say, basically, almost all of the cast in The Expendables, I don't like as actors. Really? And most of them. Because I just feel like they're all one type. Not
0: even Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, God.
1: I not uh, I... <laughs> I feel like most of those actors are just like (laughs) one performance actors. They only can do one thing and it's because they're not even acting. That's just like the type of person they are. Like, I don't know. I feel like there are very few of them that I actually like as actors.
0: Well, I mean the whole point of them being in the expendables was they were all action. Yeah. Like that was their genre They're They are known for that shoot 'em genre. And
1: that's, that's why I don't, really care for them as actors because that's who they are i'd anyway this isn't we're
0: not a. we're not movie critics here i'm just i have a lot of actors that i just dislike so in the name of the king 2007 and street fighted the legends of chun li i hope i said that right in 2009 both come in at fifth place with a score of 8 out of 50 then we have Ouch. blood rain <laughs> yeah exactly Blood Rain, which I've never even heard of, like, the game. No. 2005, with a score of 6 out of 50.
1: And it's just going to get worse from here.
0: Yep. And then we have time for the worst movie, Alone in the Dark, 2005, and House of the Dead, 2003, with Mm. a score of 4 out of 50.
1: Alone in the Dark. I've never heard of that. I've heard of House of the Dead.
0: I've heard of House of the Dead, and I just want you guys to do a side note that Alone in the Dark scored zero on three of the five categories. <laughs> the only reason it really got four, like it wasn't just last place on its own, surprisingly, it made 10.45 million, and House of the Dead only made 8.74 million. So during that increment, the House of the Dead got more points than oh the gross or whatever so wow. it was it was very interesting to see that
1: and the alone in the dark game it just looks terrible i mean it's an old game so it's gonna look terrible but my god
0: it looks atrocious. yeah they it was funny because like in i think it's rotten tomatoes alone in the dark was the lowest one next and then house of the dead and then imdb it was flop they so basically they deserved <laughs> the worst movie spot but i believe i've seen house of the dead if i if it's the movie i'm thinking of and i i think it deserves its spot <laughs> fair enough but to be honest with you, I haven't seen Alone in the Dark and I haven't seen In the Name of the, of the King. I'm surprised I haven't because I do like Jason Statham. But Street Fighter Legends of Chun-Li, I've heard about, but I've never watched. And Blood Rain, I had absolutely no idea about.
1: Yeah, Street Fighter is one of those Mortal Kombat combat type games. So it doesn't surprise me that it didn't do well. But at the same time, it's like, how did Mortal Kombat of 1995 get on the top and then Street Fighter get on the bottom. It's just kinda of funny that it worked that way.
0: I think Mortal One, I think Mortal Kombat might be more popular than Street Fighter. Yeah. I haven't I've seen some clips of Mortal Kombat, the nineteen ninety five one, and I think it might have been because it was the first Mortal Kombat movie, I wanna say. I'm I would don't yeah. quote me on that. But I would assume. I think that also had its premise and then also I believe it was a lot of like fight and gore in it if I'm not mistaken uh, I I looked it up and now I can't remember but I think also having the first movie of a popular franchise automatically will do better than pr- next generation ones just because everyone's like oh. and that's one of the reasons going back to Tomb Raider not only did it have Angelina Jolie, when in 2001 when she was like prime like top paid actress at that time it was also i believe the first tomb raider movie again don't quote me on this i'm doing a quick scan real quick (laughs) but i think it was the first tomb raider movie so a lot of these like first movies in a big franchise i think tend to do better just because everyone kind of has like high expectations of it Mm -hmm. they will go and see it and then they maybe they think, oh, it's just the first movie. It's going to do well. Or like, they're like, eh, I enjoyed it, but it wasn't bad. But then when the next movie came out, they're like, all right, this is just getting worse.
1: Yeah. Makes sense. One movie, like not to t- pull away from the, the highs and lows, but one movie that was like right on the middle ground, I am actually very surprised that it didn't do better. Actually, it's, it's less on the middle ground and more. Well, one of them's in the middle. One's pretty low. But the Silent Hill movies, I'm actually surprised they didn't do better than is on the list. So Silent Hill of 2006 had a total point of 29 29? out yeah. of 50, which I think that one was definitely better than Silent Hill Revelations of 2012, which got a 14 out of 50. But I'm surprised it didn't do a little bit better. I would have to rewatch the movie, but. Because it probably has to do with, like, actors and actresses and stuff. But I thought the movie was pretty solid. I really liked the aspects of transitioning from hell and stuff and Pyramid Head and all that st- that crap. So I'm surprised it didn't do better. But I guess I get it since it is a video game movie.
0: You have to also realize, I mean, it made basically $47 million in 2006. True. So it... That's probably upwards to like 90 million, I think, 90 to 100 on today's standards, which doesn't mean it's a bad movie, because like you said, it was 29 True. points, but that whole fifth through 10th place, because we did it, so to give everyone perspective, there's 38 movies on this list. Fifth, the first, the top four, like we mentioned, 48, 45, and then 37 for the fourth place or third place uh, ties and then if you go and do the inflation for a lot of the movies because like the tomb raider had 28 points if you do inflation it would have bumped up to 30 so a lot of the fifth through 10th place are only separated by one or two points and that's a lot of because you have 30 points for tomb raider in 2016 like i mentioned earlier 28 points for the 2001 you mentioned Silent Hill at 29 points we have Resident Evil in 2002 the first installment at 28 points we have Warcraft at 2016 at 31 points there's a lot of close ones what was this oh two oh yeah I said Tomb Raider 2016 uh 30 points there's Monster Hunter 2020 at 28 points towards the end of the list. And then after that it's like 20 points. So like there's a yeah. big difference between like the top 10 and then 11 through 28. So sure. I I can't say Silent Hill was a bad movie. I wouldn't claim that. I think that was probably what you would expect a video game movie to be. I think it was It wasn't successful, but it wasn't a flop. It was right where a video game movie would most likely land. Because although Silent Hill is popular to a lot of horror fans, I know there's a lot of people who play video games that aren't into horror. So I think that also kind of deterred it. Where if it was something like Sonic, like Detective Pikachu, something family-friendly, or something well-known, Tomb Raider, Mortal Kombat, that have been around a lot longer and i'm not saying silent hill doesn't have many games but i just don't think it has as much influence as these top video games
1: true that's a good point
0: because if you look at alone in the dark house of dead they're both horror games and they did poorly i think a lot of horror games actually did poorly because instead of trying to be a horror movie i think it tried too much to be like the game and that might be where it flopped Mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah,
1: overall, with uh, that's what I like, do like about like your rating system is the fact that it takes the uh, out of the equation the fact that they're video game movies and just kind of equalizes everything. So, yeah, overall, it's just I am impressed to see how high and how well some of these films did, especially like I'm still unbelievably shocked at the amount of money Sonic the Hedgehog made. But then it's crazy to look at um, the movie Postal that made $150,000.
0: That movie had – like, I looked that up. It was, like, a comedy movie. Okay, so do you even know anything about Postal?
1: No clue. Never
0: heard of it. So apparently it's about two people who hijacked a plane. And this is weird because it came in 27 and after what happened at 9-11 – They hijacked a plane, and they were going to crash it, but instead decided, this is like the synopsis I read, they wanted to go to like Barbados or some like island paradise. They were going to take the plane there, and they basically said, screw this, let's actually go on some island paradise, but apparently the passengers tried to fight back, and they crashed into the World Trade Center. Yikes.
1: What a movie. Oh my god. (laughs) How do you? Yeah, no wonder you did so poorly, Jesus. And it, you, yeah, it was 2007, so six years.
0: Six There's years also, after, my God. I, I mean, it made more than the 156,000. But Dead or Alive 2006 only made like less than half a million. Mm. So they didn't do very well yeah, either because they didn't crash
1: into the fucking World Trade Center. <laughs> oh my God.
0: I'll double check if it was the world, but I'm pretty sure I read that and I was just like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. Like, b- Wait, I, and then my second thought was, this is based off a game?
1: Yeah, like, what <laughs> fucking game is this?
0: It, it just blew oh my, my absolute mind that I was like, uh, excuse me? And then I was like, I didn't even know they made a Super Mario Brothers uh, movie either back in 1993 made 20 million so it wouldn't make too much of a difference but it was 17 points it was like towards the bottom it was not very successful but oh my God. one other note i want to say is if you kind of look at like the pattern i saw one thing is obviously how success how big the game is like we mentioned sonic pokemon Mortal Kombat, Tomb Raider. These are all very popular games. So I think that had an influence on what they were. Because if you look towards the list also, like as you get through that 5th through like 10th place, you see a lot of like the same things like Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, very popular based things. So I think that also helps. So if you're going to do a movie, make sure it's a popular franchise. But it could also be a double-edged sword like Sonic the Hedgehog. They originally made Sonic horrible
1: they would The movie would have flopped so bad
0: that movie would have bombed so hard if they didn't make it true to at least what the character was and what do you know it became the most popular one also star power like we meant i keep mentioning tomb raider with angelina Jolie, prince of Persia with jake gyllenhaal star power also helped rampage even though it was considered a flop it's still up there it had the mm. rock in it so i think those contributed, but one of the, I think, most contributing factors, because if you look a lot of the, I would say in the past 10 years, a lot of more video game movies have been more successful than its predecessors. I think as a society now, especially with Twitch, YouTube, gaming has become a more acceptable into society than it was back in the 1990s, early 2000s, Because I remember even as us kids, our parents would be like, oh, you can only play video games for an hour. and Then you have to go outside and play. And so I think a lot of the early 2000s, maybe even up to like 2010, obviously there are a few exceptions the Tomb Raider Mortal Kombat. But I think a lot of that reason was society as a whole looked down on video games. So now they made a video game movie. They didn't want their kids to go see that either. So I think with the more acceptance of video games, it helped turn more things because like Wreck-It Ralph was pretty popular. And Mm -hmm. even on one of the things, I think Angry Birds was up there that I took off because I said not animated. So there were a lot of animated video game movies, but I think because it's animated, it gives it a different feel. So I didn't want to include that. So that's another reason why I think a lot of the rankings, if you look at it, like, they're like, oh, it's the more recent ones. I think it's because society as a whole has been more accepting of video games too. That's true.
1: Yeah. I would agree with that just because as you said, I feel like from when we were younger, it there was like a stigma and now it's just like everyone plays video games. I mean, I'm fine with that because it makes it better quality, makes better games. So I'm nothing wrong with that. But yeah, I think, The newer ones just because of the stigma behind it. And I feel like movies in general are just getting better. So it allows these movies to have more potential.
0: Yeah, I think the CGI a lot happens. Because if you even look at a lot of the old Marvel movies, it's like, holy, what were they thinking? And then now look at Endgame. It's the number one grossing film of all time. So I think with technology improving, society as a whole being more accepting to video games, I think they have a little more leeway with it. But like I said, if you include inflation, yeah, money-wise, there are probably some better than Sonic, Detective Pikachu, like we've already mentioned. But going off of all the categories, I'm surprised at a few of them. But if if I think about it, I can easily see why these movies are where they are.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Just... I'm still just utterly shocked with Sonic. I think it's just because... I can't get over it. I, I almost want to say it's almost a meme of yeah. why it's so... Because I remember reading also like on Reddit and... I, You guys can hate me. I still use iFunny. Ew. A lot of... A lot of things were still going like, oh, we should all... Like they, were, people were actually trying to do meetups to go see Sonic to thank oh the animators for changing them, because they're like, we cyber-bullied them into changing it, we should go so- so show our support. Yeah,
1: I 100% agree with that, too. Like You guys bullied them into submission. <laughs> Give them some love.
0: And they did! Yes,
1: <laughs> they definitely did.
0: I also think, I want to say, if anyone's on the edge of should I watch Sonic the Hedgehog Detective Pikachu because they are Sonic fans and Pokemon fans? Go watching it thinking it is a separate universe from the games Hmm. because it it basically is. They are their own separate entities based on video game characters. Interesting. That would be my thing because, like, as far as I know... With like the Hedgehog, this isn't major spoilers, but, like, the rings have superpowers to transport him to different worlds. Maybe that's how he gets from, like, Green Zone to the next world. Because you remember that, like, big ring that would sometimes appear at the mm-hmm. end of the video game. And you would go... So, I guess that's technically... Okay, now that I'm thinking about it, I guess that's not actually that unrealistic. <laughs> okay, screw what I just said. But... Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of it... Maybe because it's the first movie... Um, this is where he gets introduced. Obviously, the anime is different from the movie. How he gets introduced to this new world. But... Just don't think it's going to f- follow exactly like the movie. He doesn't go and try to save woodland creatures like in the video game. Aww. I mean, he he does, but like oh, okay. that's not his sole purpose. Like He doesn't <laughs> just... Like, Robotnik hasn't become Robotnik yet, I ah, guess, is to gotcha. say. So, maybe once, if there's a sequel, it'll get more into the video games. But, like, Detective Pikachu. As far as I know, I played every single Pokemon game to date. Like, even Trotzy, Pokemon Ranger. Well, I, I watched you play Pokemon Ranger. But, there was n- no nothing... of work. Well, because, like, they used Mewtwo you you've seen mewtwo in it Mm, right yeah and the whole story of mewtwo is back in the first movie which if you guys want to see we did an episode about that
1: (laughs) good plug good plug
0: but like what happened to mewtwo it like he was created in the lab they had that part right but then it like completely diverges like a a whole separate storyline so it's like if ash wasn't the protagonist It's like this is kinda like that universe, I would say. It's like a parallel universe. If Ash wasn't in the Pokemon universe and he didn't get Pikachu because Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu, and yeah, he's a detective and whatnot. So it's kinda like what a real world would be like with Pokemon, I think. Interesting. Strange. It really is. So I think a lot I think a lot of audiences I mean, it had 79%. Like it, I'm not saying audiences didn't like it, but I know a lot of the Sigma 2 was like, oh, this is nothing like the Pokemon games. I'm like, I didn't expect it to be. It was, one, it was called Detective Pikachu. It felt like it was going to be more like a spin off game. Mm-hmm. How, like, Pokemon Ranger, for instance, is not like your typical Pokemon game. You don't actually get to keep any of your Pokemon. Pokemon Trotsy, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. That's completely different. So to me it more felt like it was a spin-off game cuz it's like even called Detective Pikachu. Right. Like I could easily see that being a spin-off game. So that's what I figured it was going to be like and I that would be my best description of it. It's a spin-off Pokemon.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I'll eventually end up watching them especially since they're in the top 5 most successful now. So I'll I'll end up watching Sonic Detective Peach, Pikachu. And mortal Kombat. i'll probably pass on rampage and prince of persia though
0: prince of persia wasn't bad if you ever do decide to watch it i or if i'm ever back in town if uh, we want to watch it again, i'm totally down to watch it again but i think we also had some good fr- uh topics yeah i was gonna I can... say i was gonna
1: say now that actually we're talking about this we could easily do all of these like
0: not all of these. The top five. as uh, I mean, if you guys really want us to watch oh Alone in the Dark and House of Death, we'll do those, oh too. God. Like, the worst. You know what? I'll do every single like... one.
1: I'll do every single one if the audience wants it. Wants <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: because sometimes when a movie is so bad, it can actually be funny. Yeah. So.
1: Oh, God. I hope the audience. But that's up to you
0: guys. It. If you guys really want us to watch some of the worst ones. But he already has Sonic pikachu and mortal Kombat on his list of watching but if you want us to watch any of the other ones we mentioned let us know yes and so as the question today, i think is the most fitting is what is your favorite video game live adaptation and then also do you agree with the top five best and worst movies
1: <laughs> yeah i i i say it's pretty accurate i can't i can't judge i think these are all pretty interesting i will say before we we get out of here they are coming out with the um uncharted movie with tom Ooh. holland and i'm
0: yeah. excited and the for last of it. us if i'm not mistaken
1: um yes they're coming out with last of us with um oh my gosh i don't even remember his name pedro pascal i think if that wasn't, like, a fake. Oh, it's
0: a TV series. Okay, yeah. Pedro Pascal so and a, Bella yeah. Ramsey.
1: Who, yeah. Pedro Pascal is the Mandalorian, and they also both of these were like Game to say, of I Thrones. I say, I know
0: that, okay, because I'm like, Bella Ramsey sounds familiar, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, she was, was a Game but... of
1: Thrones little actress. She was pretty fierce. Um, So I'm really excited about The Last of Us one super pumped i'm hesitant on the uncharted because i've heard a lot of bad things about um what some of the actors were saying about it so hopefully it doesn't flop because i I really like tom holland nathan drake yeah young nathan drake i really like yeah
0: i i forgot i've more most of my experience comes from the older games so i'm like tom holland really but i (laughs) forgot he's actually in the original he's actually a pretty young person wow Looking at some of the pictures with him in it, he actually
1: yeah he looks he plays he the is. part yeah.
0: And so, then Mark Wahlberg in it too. What
1: he is? Oh my yeah, God. Victor
0: as Victor Sullivan.
1: Oh shit! Fuck. Well, I hope they really do good with this because they like you said star power right there.
0: Yeah, I feel like if anything I don't. Well, I don't want to curse it, but <laughs> I'm gonna say I feel like just with star power alone, and then with with how it looks it might not have good critics review but I feel like it's going to be one of those audience likes it and probably a more middle ground if you go up based off my system I think it would score I feel like mm, I want to say like mid 30s like 34 through 37 I I feel like it would just based on the pictures I've seen
1: and we will definitely talk about it when they come out
0: (laughs) Oh, 100%. That's in 2022, so you guys better still be listening yeah. to us a year from now.
1: Exactly. If not, we're going to be very sad.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Anyway, so that's about it for this one. So, yeah, like you asked for your question of the day, what is your favorite live ad- um, live action adaptation? And do you agree with our top five best and worst? And we don't have any facts for you today, but we're going to – Hopefully have some more facts for next episode. We normally don't have facts on our more opinion y type pieces. More of our um, topic pieces are the ones we have facts. I do on. have one fact for you oh, guys. Shit. Never mind, I lied to all of you. Go for it.
0: Weed Spawn is the best podcast, and oh. you should definitely follow us. Well. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: I don't know if that's supported by science, but hopefully it will be one day. But anyway, that'll be it for this episode. Don't forget to show us some love and support at patreon.com slash weebswan and of course don't forget to follow us on Facebook Instagram and Twitter at weebswan and you can contact us at weebswan at gmail.com
0: I've been your host Bobby and I'm Joshua and we will see you guys next time when we weebspawn